The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this snowy Monday, the last Monday in 2022. I, I can't believe I'm saying that. This doesn't seem possible. The, the year has flown by quickly. It, it, it's ended well for lots of teams, including Middle Tennessee. We're going to talk with Chris Massaro here in just a second, athletic director at Middle about that high school basketball teams are everywhere during the holidays They're playing here there and yonder tournaments so you pay attention to your school's website if you'd like to go see them play bowl game on every day you get all the football fix you want and uh, pro football has decided to play on saturdays now a lot watch the titans by the way the titans uh, fans are just not happy right now with lots of things and social media we'll talk to chris about that in just a bit as well but uh Chris, uh, first of all, welcome in. Thanks, Tim. Merry Christmas. Hope you had a great one. I want to ask you this. How close am I that it was January of 2003 that you came in for your interview? Is that that about right? How close did I get? Depends on how you want to define about right. Uh, I got hired in April of 2005. Okay. Well, uh, off a couple years. Uh, just a couple years. But a it, couple was, months. Uh, it was a cold. What reminded me that driving here, it was a very cold because I was on the committee to, to, to deal with that. Uh, four guys came in to make presentations. and It was a cold day just like today. Probably a little more snow on the ground, but it was very cold. Yeah. that uh, It wasn't as cold as it was today, I don't believe. But, you know, it was But it was a very memorable day memorable day for me at least well speaking of memories you you got a i'm sure a great memory we can talk about from saturday night uh saturday afternoon in in hawaii but the middle of winter in the bowl game first of all getting to a bowl game is a, is a big plus winning the bowl game is a bigger plus and and you just commented off the air before we came on that uh this is a great bunch of guys on this football team yeah i think you could see the culture of the team and the leadership of the team that you know, it was by far not the most perfect game that we've played all year, but, you know, there was enough toughness and grit and, and falling behind 14 to nothing early, you know, and, and not panicking and, and those kind of things. You could see all that stuff. You could see the way they prepared on the island, that they had their fun, but they also knew that the game was important. Uh, so when you got guys like Jordan Ferguson and Chase Cunningham and Yusef Ali and uh, I could just go down the line of, of just the great senior leaders and even the underclassmen like uh, Jalen Lane and, and people like that that are just, they're, they're tremendous people, tremendous football players. And so with that kind of leadership, uh, you, you could really see it. And I think that's how we won the game, you know, and, and uh, we played smarter. 
uh, we, we played aggressive defensively football and were able to turn them over, I think, five times. And, and I, I, that, that was the difference in the ball game. And offensively, we made enough plays, took advantage just enough, you know, to get a, a, a touchdown to, to Jalen and, and some key first downs. And the last drive to kick the game-winning field goal was a good drive. And so I, I was really excited. And, to, Tim, I, I think to beat a team like, particularly with a name and a history of like San Diego State, that that, that really means a lot in a bowl game. I was going to ask you that very question. It, aside from the win in New Orleans, the first bowl win, which was a right. big win over Southern Miss, uh, would this qualify as, as, as a big bowl win because of San Diego yeah, State? Uh, in my mind, yes. I think so, you too. Know, and, and uh, you know, you look at the history of them, and there's a lot of rumors floating around about the future of San Diego State and that, uh, when the Pac-12 – and I, I do think when they decide to expand, that they'll, they'll, San Diego State will be one of those teams. So they'll be a Power Five team in the next year or two. And uh, to, to have that kind of bowl win, they were a team that finished the season last year t- ranked in the top 25. Uh, so they've got great tradition, great name. Uh, they had a good season. Uh, th- those kids know how to win too. And you could see it in their, on their sidelines that – same kind of thing I was talking about, the the you know, with the leadership and the culture, and you could see it, and that's why it was such a good game. Their coach has been around the block a time or two. He has. Himself, He's a he? good football coach. Yeah. He's won a lot of games, particularly in his two-year stint, the two-time stints at San Diego State. All right, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, I want to go back. We've got the basketball. It's got okay. some good news there, of course. Yeah. We'll talk about yeah. it. And lots more with Christmas Harrow at Lake Director Middle Tennessee. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month or covered by most health insurance. So if you don't live near a Low-T Center or you're just busy and need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low-T Center makes it easy and to get started, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com to book online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat and I like eating steak, where my wife will end up getting our salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go, you can get pastas or chicken, you know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas's Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. 
Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett along with Chris Massaro, Athletic Director of Middle Tennessee. With us, uh, Chris, it's been an excellent year in 2022. In the last month or six weeks, I guess, a, a win over a top 25 team in the women's program at Louisville and by 18 points, by the way. Uh, uh, the football team not only a bowl win, but a win over a 25-ranked team at Miami at the time. And, and both the basketball teams have only lost one time on the, the floor of Murphy Center in the year 2022. Yeah, uh, actually it was one for each, each program mm-hmm. uh, that – the women got beat in March, and the men got beat uh, December fifteenth on our anniversary game, and and so yeah, that's a real testimony to the players and and the fans that come to make that a a great home court. There's a lot of confidence in both our programs that when they take the court, particularly at Murphy Center, we're going to win, and uh, that to to have that kind of home court advantage just means the world, especially in basketball, because we've got two excellent basketball teams so I, I would encourage the listeners if you haven't seen the women or the men play come on out you're going to be entertained it's going to be a blast uh they play great basketball we've got a chance for both of them to go to the ncaa tournament yeah. so it's going to be a fun winner uh it's going to be exciting don't want to overlook the win at rice for middle tennessee's lady raiders that that may be the toughest conference game they have to play all year long rice yeah. may be the as tough as middle and playing on the road that, that's a huge win it's a huge win to kind of a statement win to 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 beat the second best team by rpi or net rankings in the conference uh sort of sets the tone particularly at their place uh so so we we've got a, a jump on on the league uh we've got that win at rice and that's a tough place to get one so uh, our our women's team is a mature basketball team. They they know what they want to do. They they know that they're good. They have a lot of confidence in what they're trying to accomplish. And and so, man, I, I I'm excited to see it, Tim, because the sky is the limit for that team. There's a lot of talent there. You know they're going to be well coached. Uh, they're going to stay together. You know, and so hopefully we can be healthy and yeah. kind of get through the season and and post the wins that we expect to win and and uh and then it comes down to tournament time basketball is a tournament sport and and i think uh our women are built for a long run in the tournament they'll take on charlotte six o'clock this thursday evening hope folks get out for that uh, the men uh, chris uh, for, you'd have to be a basketball junkie to, to appreciate this but when you beat belmont at belmont and beat murray in the same season You've done something pretty special. You have. And I don't know if you have to be a basketball junkie to appreciate that because <laughs> both those two teams uh, have great basketball tradition. Absolutely. You know, and, and for us to do that and and, and particularly dominate Murray, um, you know, about a week ago, uh, the, 
the, there's there's a chance we're one and zero in conference because we pasted Rice by like thirty uh, at home in November, so we're good. That uh, we go to Charlotte on Thursday night on the men's side, and Charlotte's off to a great start. Their 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 net ranking there is like in the sixties, so that'll be a really big opportunity for our men's team to go there and and, and try to get a win. And, and if we can go two and zero in conference come back and try to and play the Hilltoppers from Western Kentucky on a New Year's Eve game. Uh, th- so they've got two huge games in front of them, as do the women. Same opponents. Uh, but, but man, it's going to be a lot of fun. So basketball's right on us, Tim. It's going to be great. Let me quantify my basketball junkie. Basketball junkie in the state of Iowa <laughs> would have to be Yeah, that. that's now, true. Not, not in the middle of the area. The people yeah, around Nashville yeah. understand Murray State and Belmont. They do. For, they for do. sure. Both excellent basketball teams for sure. Nick McDevitt got his team rattling around. They've they've lost a, a couple more than I thought they might early in the season. But uh, Chris, as you mentioned, open conference with a huge win over Rice on on the good nights. They're really good. Yeah, they are, and and we're long and and interchangeable parts. That uh, the way he plays defense to try to turn people over with our length and and uh, and our athleticism that. Still trying to find a consistent three-point shot. Yeah, you know we we had Jalen Jordan was going to fill that role, and he uh, blew his knee out in in October, I think it was, and and so that really kind of set back because he's one of those guys when he shoots that you're surprised when it doesn't go in, and right now we don't have anybody that's that's performing at that kind of level behind the three-point line, and there's a couple guys that could could develop that through the course of the season, but that that's our that's our big thing right now is a little bit more of an outside game um and that'll open up because we've got a lot of drivers and slashers to the basket and there's some awesome talent if you have not come out and seen t leonard play yeah he's worth the price of admission just watching that guy i mean he is a total athlete six eight uh plays above the rim i mean he gets his hands on he's a defensive menace i mean he's hard for other teams to get around that's for sure Men's tennis with Jimmy Bourne Dame, uh, the tennis complex going up. Uh, Dean Hayes passing, huge stories in the 50th anniversary of Murphy Center. Those are the three things that I, I've listed as maybe at, toward the top of the list of things that happened in 2022. Yeah, it's 22 is a lot of a lot, a lot of stuffs happen when you, you you look back and you kind of reflect on it and and you can't really think about the year. And you mentioned it, Tim, as uh, as Coach Hayes and kind of what he's meant to this university what he's meant to our, to our athletic program and and uh, to literally hundreds and hundreds of students that he's interacted with and so with his passing I mean we we lost a legend uh but you know what he he's kind of his, his teachings and all those kind of things still still his influence is still there at Murphy Center and then to be able to celebrate 50 years of the building uh and having a concert there with the Judds is kind of part of that celebration. And then our, our Murphy Center game celebration, which I thought was fantastic at the Chattanooga basketball game and reliving all the history of it. It's been a lot of fun, and, and I think people have had uh, a lot of fun talking about uh, you know the concerts they've been to, the graduations they've been to, all of those kind of things. So. Um, that's, that was big to us is to properly honor that building. And I've been there not quite, you know, about a third of that history. 
And so you start thinking about the other two thirds and all the great thing that's happened there. And it's, it's amazing. What an amazing building, what amazing asset it is to our community and our city, our region, our county, all of that, that, uh, it's just been an unbelievable building and the way they planned it and, and showcased it and the, it's just beautiful. So I, you know, there's very few things that you'd say, man, I do that. Uh, you know, why did they do it that way? And in the Murphy Center, there's like none of it. It was really well planned. To underline Dean Hayes, he was coaching at Middle Tennessee before Murphy Center was built. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how long he's yeah. been here. Yeah. And oh, about half of our institution's history. So uh, it's unbelievable. His, his legacy is unbelievable. That, that's for sure. Uh, Chris, there's so many good things uh, in sports that we don't hear as much about. I mentioned men's tennis, yes, men's golf, yeah, both uh, yeah. had excellent years of track and cross country continue to r- roll on. Yeah, and, you know, like Jimmy, we talked about 2022 and kind of our, our men's tennis team and be a, a number one seeded team going into the NCAA tournament. There's only 16 of those seats mm-hmm. that are handed out. So the NCAA's basically said we're a top 16 type team and and so that's a tremendous feat and by looks of it we're loaded again this year we've got some big matches over at the Adams Tennis Complex and those matches are so much fun to go to it's a it's a noisy environment it's a uh, where you can influence the 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 results and and rattle the other team a little bit and and it's it's a it's an amazing experience, and, and we play some big names. And so I invite people to come on out there and watch the tennis program. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, there's not a, there's not a name in the country that, that Middle's not willing to play in, in tennis for no, sure and, and, and have a shot to beat. And I, I think it's almost the opposite, that we're having a hard time finding sure. people that, that will play us. Uh, the men's basketball had that as well, you know, and, and uh, they've got to get through that, that hump right now. The, the women's basketball has got enough – over the last 15 years or whatever that people kind of respect that and know that's going to be a top RPI game and and they've got a good reputation uh so so we can schedule some like uh, Jeff Walls from Louisville even though he loses that that's not a disastrous loss for Louisville it's a top 25 loss on the RPIs and 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 so it's 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 a good test for his team on the road before they hit the ACC. So so hats off to Louisville for coming and playing us. Uh, we love that series, and and uh, I love it when women's basketball coaches do that for the good of the game. I, I'm really appreciative. Less folks think that Louisville is down. That night they were down by 18 points. Middle beat them, but uh, they they still got a very good basketball team. I saw them play Kentucky last yeah. week. Yeah, they beat, beat Kentucky them. by. Double digits, I, I believe, and, and uh, so Louisville's got a very good basketball team. Louisville, right in there, you know, at the end of the year, when you look at the ACC standings, they're going to be right at the yeah. top. So, so that's a heck of a win, heck of a win. Christmas are with me. We're going to take a break. Chip Walters has our Blue Raider Insider Report. We'll be right back. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County here on News Radio WGNS. 
Good afternoon. A little bit of traffic volume from time to time. 65 up through Robertson County. Still not too bad on the south loop, the west loop. There's lots of radar out here, that's for sure. Especially out in parts of Dixon County. And uh, they're not shy about running radar through Mount Juliet either. Out in Wilson County. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering during any holiday season. Especially this one before New Year's. Check them out at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Premier Six Theater on Broad in Jackson Heights. Let's all go to the movies. Let's Check out what's showing at MurfreesboroMovies.com. Popcorn popped fresh daily. Premier Six on Broad in Jackson Heights. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Week for Blue Raider football. Middle Tennessee fell behind early, 14-0 to San Diego State. Things did not look good at that point, but Middle kept fighting, kept coming back, resilient as they have been all year. And it was finally Zeke Rankin connecting on his fourth field goal of the night, a 37-yarder that pushed the Blue Raiders to a 25-23 win over San Diego State. Some of the numbers in the ball game very interesting. Both teams had 15 first downs. Middle Tennessee set a record for having the least amount of yardage while winning a bowl game. The Blue Raiders ended up with negative 66 yards rushing and uh, ended up with a total of 236. Obviously, it came with the defense. Middle Tennessee, again, the defense like they have done all year long, they continued to, uh, to get turnovers. They picked up 
five turnovers in the ball game, including one in the final minute to seal it uh, on a hook and ladder play where San Diego State did not execute it correctly and the ball got on the ground and Middle Tennessee pounced on it for their fifth turnover of the night and the Raiders held on to get the win. After the ball game, the Blue Raiders uh, headed out to the Honolulu Airport, had a flight that ended up taking off at about 3.30 a.m. Central Time, uh, 11.30 p.m. Hawaiian Time, landed back in Nashville uh, after eight hours in the air uh, at 11.30 a.m. The team got back to campus about an hour later, got their luggage, and uh, were able to go meet their families either yesterday or most of them were going to get some rest and then head home today to meet their families. But an eight-win season, winning five of the last six, a four-game winning streak to end the year, a three-game Early in the year, uh, all in all, a really good year for the Blue Raiders. And, uh, you know, now we turn our attention to 2023 and uh, a big non-conference schedule coming up that will include road trips to Alabama and Missouri, along with home non-conference games against Murray State and Colorado State. And you'll also have the new Conference USA schedule with new opponents and also the October midweek games. So we'll touch on all of that, of course, in the offseason and uh, plenty of time to take a look at it. All right, now basketball. Uh, Both teams are back on campus today. The women are practicing right now. The men have a 7 o'clock practice tonight as both teams get ready to take on uh, Charlotte on Thursday. The Blue Raider men will be on the road take on the 49ers, while the women will be at home to take on the 49ers. The schedule in the conference on Thursday night on the men's side, middle at Charlotte, UTSA at Louisiana Tech, Rice will be at Western Kentucky, Florida College at FIU, UTEP at UAB, and Florida Atlantic at North Texas. On the women's side, schedule looks like this. North Texas at FAU, Charlotte at Middle, Louisiana Tech at UTSA, Western Kentucky at Rice, and UAB at UTEP. And here's a little note. The Men's Basketball uh, League in Conference USA has been the best that it's been in over 10 years in non-conference games. The Conference USA men's teams went 66-34 and 34 in 100 non-conference games this year. Easily the best record that the conference has had in non-conference games in a long time. That also includes a 7-1 record against the Sun Belt and a 3-2 record against the mighty Southeastern Conference. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow right here on WGNS. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. 
A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett along with Chris Massaro, Athletic Director at Middle Tennessee State University right here in the borough. Uh, trying to wrap up 2022 a little bit. Uh, Chris, I did a little little homework. Okay. As far as uh, bowl wins are concerned. Four is not an impressive number at Alabama, at Georgia, at Tennessee, but it's an impressive number amongst the people we play with. It's more bowl wins than UAB has, more bowl wins than North Texas has, more bowl, bowl wins than San Antonio has. and, and uh, It's not enough uh, in, for a lot of people's minds, but it's, it's pretty special to, to have that. First of all, you got to get there. Right, and then and then the last two times in particular uh, to, to come out with wins are really big. It's like NCAA tournament wins. I, I mean that you got to get there first, and then to be able to do that. And and Tim, we're we're very fortunate to be back to back bowl wins, and and that's that's really a, an outstanding feat. I think there's only fifty schools that FBS that uh, have eight wins or more, and we're one of those fifty. So it is, it's good to have as many bowl appearances as we've had, as many bowl wins as we've had. Uh, that's the mark of a very good and consistent program. We, we want to win championships too, you know, and so that's sort of the holy grail is like let's, let's get into those conference championship games and see what we can do. So we've still got, we can celebrate a really good season. Uh, we've still got work to do. We've got to we've got to get there. And and in the 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 new conference USA next year with Liberty. And uh, I was watching New Mexico State. They look good on television today. And uh, so there will be some good quality teams coming in. And obviously Western Kentucky and Louisiana Tech and some of these schools that have really good football tradition as well. Uh, I'm ex- we're excited to line up against them. I mean that's a I did not realize the stat that you had. That's that's really good. That we're we're over UAB San Antonio. I don't think's won a bowl they game. They have not. And uh, you know as much success as they've had. Recently. I left out Charlotte, Florida International, Florida yeah. Atlantic, I mean, Old Dominion, uh, Old I mean, Dominion for sure. Uh, you can look at now. The, uh, the, the, the problem is going to be the team in Bowling Green is one more than we have, and that and that, that, that sticks grinds, a lot of people's mind. Yeah, that it? grinds you. Um, you know, and I'm glad they won this year. That helps the league. Sure. You know, so so we want to keep pace with them, you know, and and it, it gets less muted. I, I mean, if we beat them, you know, and so so we need to we need to come out and beat them next year. One more little thing that uh, I came up with: defensive backfield for Middle Tennessee in the pro ranks right now. There's there's three really good ones out there. Kevin Byard, of course, with the Titans is the one that's well known. With Shertavius Ward, has been an all excuse me an all league player. Yeah. Uh, for uh, San Francisco, and and then uh, in one Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, when he was with the Chiefs, he won the Super Bowl. And, and, and I can't come up with a rookie's name that's playing with the Phillies. Reed Philly Blankenship. Right Reed Blankenship is doing a great job there. He does, and we've got Javante Moffitt's also uh, uh, played uh, in the NFL this year. So so that's f- actually four defensive backs 
Uh, you Reed, can win with that bunch, couldn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some really good players. <laughs> uh, ironically, you got two corners and two safeties. You know, and, and uh, man, I'd love to have those guys. Uh, but like Ward is, he's their number one cover guy yeah. uh, for San Francisco on a really good defensive team. We all know about Kevin and 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 how we were honored to, you know, when we talk about 2022, uh, also retiring Kevin's number was really a highlight for for us and for me personally. Uh, that uh, so we've got some guys in the pros. We got I was watching Miami play and Big Rob Jones was out there. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Chandler Brewers on the IR with. Uh, with with the Rams, Let me Dar- this Darius Harris. Last, last Monday night, I had a, had a text from my brother, Southern Indiana. He does fantasy football, right? And he and the Giants were playing, right? And he said, "How about Richie James?" I wasn't watching the game at the time, yeah. I thought, so I thought, "Well, I better turn it over and see." Richie James uh, had the most catches, tied for the most catches in the league this week with eight. Yeah, uh, light it up up there. Richie's had a good season, you know, and we all remember him, man. He, what a great player. Uh, oh, gosh, some, in Missouri some, in particular, what a night that was. That's that. When I think of Richie Ga- James, I think of the Missouri game. I also think of the Florida Atlantic game where we had our quarterbacks get hurt and we had to go wildcat with Richie and we scored like 70. I think we won the game 76-58. <laughs> and he, he caught a touchdown. He ran for a touchdown. He threw for a touchdown. I mean, he did a little bit of everything. An athlete kind of in your line of – Right, Chris, you you that kind of athlete. In yeah, college. yeah. I wish I had that kind of. <laughs> hey, by but the man, way, he was something else. One he, other thing, we, we'll get off football, and I want to mention I was at the Oakland High School pool watching my granddaughter swim for Seagull the other day, and I saw the name Masara up there twice yeah. on the on the record board for at Oakland, uh, and I knew you had swimmers that uh, were awfully good, but uh, yeah, there a couple names up there for you. They, 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 yeah, my two daughters both swam over at Oakland, and and. One swam for Miami of Ohio, another swam for Queens University in Charlotte, and both of them had really great college careers and and really learned to swim at, at Oakland and, and was proud to compete with, for Oakland High School, and, and uh, they had a lot of success over there, so it was a lot of fun. Chris, let's go ahead and look at the future just a bit. Uh, first of all, talk about the new things in, in sports that, that worry the heck out of a lot of us, and that's the, the uh, portal and NIL. Uh, one thing that I, I see as a positive, and you should kind of react to this, basketball, football, and men's and women's basketball and football, it doesn't appear that the portal has been overwhelmingly bad. Uh, we haven't had a mass group of people to leave. You, we've lost some good people for sure. But uh, I think at the end of the day, uh, we, we look like we've got a good football team coming back if the portal doesn't, doesn't bite us. Yeah, and – you know, we lost. I think we lost like six starters in football through the, the portal this past year. You know, and and so football was the sport that impacted us most last year. You know, and and uh, and so you have to redo your roster almost every year, and and that's what I t- talk to the coaches about constantly, and in, in our coaches meetings in particular, that the it's a it's an annual rebuild and you have to really pay attention to your culture of your team more than ever because you're bringing in a lot of newcomers and they they need to get integrated to the culture and a good culture right away because 
They can influence it and make it a bad culture if you bring in the wrong people or if your culture is not strong enough to withstand that. And so, so we have to do a great job in the portal. The portal, we can talk about whether it's good or bad and all these kind of things. It's here. It's here. It exists. And so we have to do, we have to come out winners in the portal game every, so if we lose two, two, two players and we get one player that's all conference to replace that, then, then we, we win, you know, so, so we have to win the portal. You mentioned culture and, and, and from where I sat watching the football team play, I, I, I sense to see inside those helmets from a long way away that it's a good culture, but to, to keep your players there. You have to have that to attract incoming high school kids. You got to have that, but the portal kids are going to be looking especially for that because that, this is their last chance to go play for a winner. Yeah, they they, they want that. Uh, there there are some advantages, that, you know, uh, like the the schools in Dallas and in Florida that that and the heavily recruited places they get a a chance to get the kids that want to come and play at home again. So that's why I'm so excited about the success of football in the state of Tennessee. It's getting better and better. Yeah. And so so over the next 10 years, we'll be able to take advantage of that even more, particularly with our new facilities. Uh, the other thing that you mentioned, Tim, is kids want playing time, and they want to win. They want to win games, whether it's basketball games, football games, whatever. So So they want their best situation for themselves. And so, and to play for a coach that respects them, you know, and that's what we look for. And, and you look at our coaching staff and, and, you know, from Rick Stockstill, whose players just w- would tear their right arm off for, for their coach, uh, to Nick McDevitt and kind of the way he coaches them, to Rick Insel, the way he coaches them and drives them and cares about his, his, his women basketball players. I think those kind of influences are going to be even more so because everybody can make that yearly decision where they want to come here, where they want to stay here, all those kind of things. And they're going to talk to the people that are inside your program. So that's, that's really critically important that we do all those things. And we've done a good job of that. Even before the portal existed, that was the culture we tried to create. And I think we've done a great job of it. We graduate kids. Uh, we care about their academics. We care about their well-being. We care about them off the court because I firmly believe if you care about them off the court or off the field, you're going to get more on the field and on the court because they know they're not just a commodity, that you truly care and you love them and you want their well-being. You want what's best for that student-athlete. And and we've got coaches all across the board. Jimmy Borndane's another great example of that, that Dean Hayes was a great example of that. That uh, so we've we have it embedded in our athletic program, and uh, I'm really proud of that. And I think that's why we're going to be so successful in the future. How much has social media changed the way coaches have to do? I, I, I'm satisfied most coaches don't get on social media a lot because it's such a negative place to be. But I was listening come over here. Uh, the, the, the people who call into talk radio right now and the people that are on the, I'm sure on the message boards are ripping the titans up and down and, and that kind of thing to me it's never as bad as you think it is it's never as good as you think it is that's exactly right that you're never as good as you think you are and it's you're never as bad as you think you are and you look at the titans and man they've had a lot of stuff hit them you yeah. know and and 
that was a good football team a month and a half ago. And they've just slowly kind of eroded some of the parts that have been hurt. And, and uh, maybe their depth wasn't as good. Uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You know, and, and they've lost those close games. And, and you just look at people like Kevin Byard and your heart breaks for him. You just want him to do well. So to answer your question, social media is really hard, uh, particularly on kids that are 18 to 22 year mm -hmm. old and i've seen some social media stuff that our kids show us that it's just it's just terrible what people yeah dm them and, and those kind of things and and so so when garth brooks came to talk to us that was one of his main points is that 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 social media is sort of this fake world out there uh he says that he lifts up his shirt and says that if I took a photo of that, my people would airbrush, so I would look I would look skinny and fit, you know. And and so, uh, don't 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 go over there. Don't don't believe it. That it's just a different world, you know. So so you have your circle of friends. You have the, your people that you trust, and keep those people close to you. And then the people that are commenting about you on social media that don't know you, don't worry about it. You know, and it's it's sort of, and it's hard to do. I mean, it, it is really hard to do. Like when we get beat, even after this game. I mean, I had some ads from on Twitter that that you know that I should be fired or I should resign, and and I was like, man, it's Christmas. We just won a bowl game. <laughs> you know, these people are, are coming after me. So you you, you just gotta kind of get used to it and go forward. And and likewise, when people are just laying palm branches in front of you and throwing rose petals at you that's false too that you just got to stay balanced you gotta you gotta stay in the moment and that's what we try to teach these these athletes and and it's hard sometimes on a roller coaster of a 18 to 22 year old that gets really hard and and i, I think that's a big problem that everybody shares in college athletics and, and athletic director at division one school as you are you have a lot of balls to keep up in the air yeah, a lot of things that people fun. don't recognize. Let's let's take a break. We're going to come back. I want to talk about Bill Blue. Okay. Before we get out of here, sounds good. Last break. We'll come right back. Folks, I hope you're listening every Sunday night at eight o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's eight o'clock Sunday night. Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. A little bit of traffic volume from time to time, 65 up through Robertson County. Still not too bad on the south loop, the west loop. There's lots of radar out here, that's for sure, especially out in parts of Dixon County, and they're not shy about running radar through Mount Juliet either out in Wilson County. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering during any holiday season, especially this one before New Year's. Check them out at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way. 
You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online, SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We're back on All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Banks across the state of Tennessee, home office in Tennessee, as a matter of fact. And we bank with them right here in Murfreesboro on Memorial Boulevard. And encourage you to get out and give First Bank a shot. Chris, uh, Bill Blue campaign is is underway, has been underway. We're seeing beginning to see some fruition of, the, of that happening. Uh, bring us up to date on what Bill Blue is for those that don't know where we are uh, in the process yeah well bill blue is like a hundred million dollar plus master plan to, to really redo some of our facilities the the uh the first thing that people see right now is our outdoor tennis complex and it was in dire need of of improvement and and those kind of things and so we've uh we've de- 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 demolished the old stadium and the old courts and so what you're seeing now is some grading that's going to be going on and and this winter we'll start to see concrete being poured and and structures coming out of the ground and it'll take about uh uh next october is the hopefully the ribbon cutting month for us on on that facility it's going to be tremendous uh i think on in mid-january we're scheduled to have groundbreaking on a $66 million student-athlete operations uh, performance center. Uh, so the first floor will be a weight room, uh, football locker rooms, training room for everybody, uh, equipment room for multiple sports. And the second floor will be football coaches and offices and, and meeting rooms and those kind of things. And then the third floor be a premium area that'll look out over the stadium uh this building is going to be everyday use for all of our student athletes and and be the home for our football program as well so we'll be able to move them out of the murphy center into this building and that's going to be a really critical piece for us so as i said we're going to break ground in january uh i think what you'll really start to see some things in march as when the demolishment uh, we'll demolish the weight room. Uh, we'll take off the upper deck uh, of the north end zone, and uh, and that will create the footprint for this building. It's a massive building. I think it's 87,000 square feet. Uh, it's just going to be the cornerstone of our athletic department. And then phase two, as soon as we're done with this building, will be renovations to the Murphy Center. Uh, we'll be able to do a lot more with our men's basketball program as football uh, exits out the locker room. We'll be able to, to, to give our men's basketball an adequate locker room. We're looking at uh, our, our auxiliary gyms to make, those, uh, reg- to make a regulation court out of it so we've got a better practice facility for our basketball programs. Uh, there will be a dedicated weight room in, in the Murphy Center for our basketball programs. But I think the most important thing from the fan perspective is a new entryway. We'll build mm-hmm. a building and be a new entryway into the into the Murphy Center 
So one of the one of the biggest complaints I get, Tim, are those steps to have to navigate oh, hey. those Murphy Center <laughs> steps, and I'm right with the people. I don't like them. You can't get a good gate going. I mean, they're hard to walk. And so now you'll be able to enter this lobby area. Hopefully, we, you know, escalators that take you to the concourse level, and it's just to to be able to enter a building. We talked earlier about what a great building the Murphy Center is, but we have no special entryway to it. And that's a shame for a building of that history and nature. And it's going to be great to have that building entryway into Murphy Center. And our, I think our fans are going to love it. And the arena itself will undergo some changes as well. Yeah, hopefully, you know, we'll try to bring the, the, the seats to closer to the sidelines. Right, right, right now our, our center court sits fairly far from the, from the court. And uh, so uh, to bring those in, to bring in premium seat opportunities on the concourse level, I, I think will be add a lot to, to, to our basketball games. So we're excited about it. The Murphy Center's had a lot of renovations. We've done smaller things with lights and the glass and, and, and painting of the floor and, and those kind of things uh, to kind of keep it current. And then this next wave will be really, really special. What will the... Uh, capacity be for for basketball when the arena is is, is redone because i'm yeah. satisfied it's got to be smaller we're going to reduce it. hopefully that that some of those uh bleacher seats we can remove and put some premium opportunities there so uh, you know we don't have that the firm concrete drawings uh but we're hoping it'll be kind of between six and eight thousand which is like a perfect size for us um for for our basketball uh the football with the removal of that upper deck, it'll go from about 30,000 to about uh, 26,000 or so. So I, I think that's good. The, the trend is now is, that, is to provide more premium opportunities. People want more different price points when they come to the games and more amenities. And, and so that's what we're going to try to provide in, in those two facilities in the future. Funding, I understand that the tennis team, tennis complex is – not totally funded but awfully close yeah we're we're uh again it depends on how one defines close yeah uh we're about eight hundred nine hundred thousand dollars out on a 7.1 million dollar project so but the fundraising's been going well so there's no no reason to think that we can't hit that target um so so it's a it's it's a fantastic thing our tennis community's really responded to it that our, our two coaches have really beat the drum for it. Uh, Tail Bailey Duvall, our women's coach, and, and Jimmy's been kind of the, the Pied Piper of the project and, and really taking it under his wing and, and, um, and really uh, galvanized the tennis community to, to donate and support not only his program, the women's program, and just uh, Middle Tennessee Tennis and what happens at the ATC and now what will happen at our new outdoor facility. Um, so a lot of credit goes to Jimmy and, and all of his efforts to build a total program. And the football facility, as I understand it, is funded. Yes, yeah, and it's, it's funded and we're ready to go. Uh, we've hired a contractor so they know what the scope is, uh, all of that. So we're we're through all the design documents now and they're they're into the construction documents so this thing is very very real and uh 
I think people are, they've been hearing about this project for so long, Tim, that it's like, well, I, I can't wait to see a bulldozer. Sure. And so they're going to see it this spring. And, and then the Murphy Center thing is, is done very well as far as funding is concerned there. Yeah. I see yeah. The, the charts keep going up. Yeah. Moved the level from 15,000 to a million, I think, to yeah, something we're, like 20 million now. Yeah, we're, we're at 18 million. Uh, so, so that fundraising has been going exceedingly well. We had a really good last quarter of our year, um, and so hopefully we, we can continue that momentum. That's where the bull win and, and the basketballs, what they're doing helps uh, with some of that positive momentum and the fundraising. So it all kind of gloves together, and it's, I, I hope it's easy for people to see that vision of how the facilities and the teams and the success are coming together and and if we do it all as one community we can take a quantum leap from where we are now to to even better results in the future if you haven't uh, listeners out there if you haven't gone to go blue uh, excuse me bill blue now dot com and take a look at what we're talking about it's really going to be special it's going to be fantastic the 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 it's going to change our whole footprint particularly athletically and and by doing that i also believe it'll change the university's footprint because we are the corner the most visited corner of campus and those kind of things and to have modern buildings there so to 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 get it out of the 1980s look to put it into a more modern uh sophisticated look uh is going to mean a lot to the university and in their recruitment as well and of course you want to take the opportunity to encourage people to to participate in this build go blue campaign we've had a lot of participation and and it's going to be good for the community uh it's great for the university uh so go to that website build blue now or call us call me call call anybody in the braa and we can get you set up andy womack and a lot of our team volunteers are there uh, every dollar matters and so we we want as much participation as we can get if it's one million dollars if it's one dollar uh, we just we want donors we want people to to look back and say you know what with great pride I helped build that thing I contributed to it as well and to the success so this happens once a generation basically and it's now it's our time to kind of make a really significant impact on our university. And so you can certainly do that by your financial co- contribution because it's going to really help change and chart our course. Let me finish the program because we got to get out of here. To, to compliment the new team that you've got there with the BRAA. I think they're doing a great job. And, and Diane Turnham, I'm so impressed with what she's done. She's been around the university a long time. You've got, you've got, you've got pretty good soldiers out there. I, not pretty good. i got a great staff, and, and I'm so excited from uh, our BRAA uh, and development people, Lee DeLeon, who's a deputy AD for external affairs, Diane Turnham, who's deputy AD for internal uh, affairs. I, I couldn't have a better leadership team to kind of keep me guided and, and those kind of things. And then just it filters down to the rest of the staff. I mean, Murfreesboro is a great place to, to live and work. Uh, MTSU is a great, a great uh, place to work. And so it's easy to, to retain staff here. And that's really important to us because we've got really quality people all the way up and down the line. 
Well, in soccer terms, we're in bonus minutes now, Chris. We've got to get out of here. All right. Let's <laughs> Chris, do appreciate it. you being here the day after Christmas. Thanks, Last Tim. Monday in the new year. Happy New Year to you and, and to the Blue Raiders. Let's look for a great 2023. Happy New Year to you. Thanks All for right. having me. That's going to wrap things up. Monty Hale will be in tomorrow for All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank. Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.